Let us pray. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name through Christ our Lord. Hear what our Lord Jesus Christ saith. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy mind and with all thy soul and strength. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Glory be to God on high. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Grant to us, Lord, we beseech thee, the Spirit to think and do always such things as are right, that we who cannot exist without thee may by thee be enabled to live according to thy will, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. The epistle is written in the fourth chapter of the epistle of Paul the Apostle to the Ephesians, beginning at the 30th verse. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger, and clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Be ye therefore followers of God, as dear children, and walk in love, as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Here endeth the epistle.
The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. John, the sixth chapter, beginning at the 37th verse. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will which hath sent me, that of all which he hath given me I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that every one which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. The Jews then murmured at him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. And they said, Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How is it then that he saith, I came down from heaven? Jesus therefore answered and said unto them, Murmur not among yourselves. No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall be all taught of God. Every man therefore that hath heard and hath learned of the Father, cometh unto me. Not that any man hath seen the Father, save he which is of God. He hath seen the Father. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me hath everlasting life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness, and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I give for the life of the world. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. This is the Father's will, which hath sent me, that all of which he hath given me I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. Amidst the many challenges of living out the Christian life, it's important to remind ourselves of the graciousness of God, to hold always in our minds the unfathomable goodness of God. It's easy to dwell on the struggle of the Christian life and overlook the astonishing generosity of the one we worship. We learn in our passage this morning that whoever comes to the Son will not be rejected. Not only will they not be rejected, but they shall be raised up at the last day. Christ's unqualified invitation extends to all, and it's shocking how little he demands from us. Turn to me, and I will invite you to an eternal banquet, he says. Believe in me, and I will raise you up on the last day. Whether we heed Christ's call and follow him for years as the disciples did, or utter with our last breath, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Christ tells us we will receive the same gift. All who turn to him will in no wise be cast out. Whether we arrive at the first hour or the eleventh hour, God will subsume us in his love. God's generosity is not calculating or logical, 
but abundant, overflowing, and surpassing all understanding. St. John Chrysostom expresses this beautifully in his famous Easter sermon. He tells those who await the great Paschal feast that if any of you have worked from the first hour, let him today receive his just reward. If any of you have come at the third hour, let him with thankfulness keep the feast. If any have arrived at the sixth hour, let him have no misgivings, because he shall not be deprived thereof. If any have delayed until the ninth hour, let him draw near, fearing nothing. If any have waited even until the eleventh hour, let him not be afraid by reason of his delay. For the Lord is gracious and receives the last even as the first. He gives rest to him that comes at the eleventh hour as well as to him who worked from the first. All we must do is turn to Christ, and he will give us everything, himself most of all. We turn, and the gates of the kingdom are flung wide open. It doesn't matter where we find ourselves when we turn to him. We may be in a pigsty, having blown our inheritance on riotous living, as did the prodigal son. There is nothing that puts us beyond God's love, and we cannot begin to speculate about the depths of his mercy. The moment we turn, he will come running. He will embrace us with a love we don't deserve and haven't earned. He will clothe us in a royal robe, put rings on our fingers, and throw us a celebration. Shockingly, the heavens rejoice louder the worse we are, the worse off we are when we turn to him. Jesus says in St. Matthew's Gospel, What man of you having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it? And when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. God pursues us all the harder, the farther we get from him, and rejoices all the more when he finds us. Nothing gives God greater pleasure than bringing a lost soul back into his loving fold. He wants to give all of us the greatest gift. He wants to give us everlasting life with him. He wants to remake us in his likeness and fashion us into eternal beings who will feast and laugh at his heavenly banquet. Years ago, I was listening to a lecture given by the famous biblical scholar N.T. Wright. Towards the end of his talk, he told a story about an encounter he had with a London cabbie. Wright, who was a bishop in the Church of England, had just left a contentious meeting over some hot-button issue confronting the church. Following the meeting, he flagged down a cab. The driver soon noticed that Wright was wearing clericals and asked him if he was some sort of vicar. Wright told him he was a bishop. The driver knew something about the issue they had met to discuss. And as they were talking, the driver paused and then said, The way I see it, if Jesus rose from the dead, it's all just rock and roll, isn't it? 
Wright, who had been distracted by the worries of the day, was taken aback by the truth of these words. And really no truer words have been spoken. If Christ is risen from the dead, all is well. We who have come to him will share in his resurrected life. He will lead us into the Father's embrace. My wife recently told, told me a story about a friend of hers who visited one of the famous monasteries on Mount Athos in Greece. When he was leaving, he asked one of the monks if there was any word he could take back with him to America. The monk lowered his head and paused for a long time. Finally, he looked up with tears in his eyes and said, He loves you all so much more than you know. Christ loves us so much that he became like us so we may become like him. He lived for us, died for us, and feeds us with his own flesh, the bread which cometh down from heaven. St. Chrysostom says that Christ makes us members of his flesh and bone. In the Eucharist, he says, we are blended into Christ's flesh. The food he freely gives us is given out of love. This is why he has mixed himself up with us. He has kneaded up his body with ours so that we might become one. He has done this to lead us into closer friendship with himself and to show his love for us. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me hath everlasting life. I am the bread of life. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Amen. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of the Father. And he shall come again with glory to judge both the quick and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and giver of life, who proceedeth from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
Let us pray for the whole state of Christ Church and the world. Almighty and everlasting God, who in thy holy word has taught us to make prayers and supplications and to give thanks for all men, receive these our prayers which we offer unto thy divine majesty, beseeching thee to inspire continually the universal church with the spirit of truth, unity, and concord, and grant that all those who do confess thy holy name may agree in the truth of thy holy word and live in unity and godly love. Give grace, O Heavenly Father, to all bishops and other ministers, especially to Polson, our bishop, that they may both by their life and doctrine set forth thy true and lively word and rightly and duly administer thy holy sacraments. And to all thy people, give thy heavenly grace, and especially to this congregation here present, that with meek heart and due reverence, they may hear and receive thy holy word, truly serving thee in holiness and righteousness all the days of their life. We beseech thee also, so to rule the hearts of those who bear the authority of government in this and every land, especially Joseph, our president, that they may be led to wise decisions and right actions for the welfare and the peace of the world. Open, O Lord, the eyes of all people to behold thy gracious hand and all thy works that rejoicing in thy whole creation, they may honor thee with their substance and be faithful stewards of thy bounty. And we most humbly beseech thee of thy goodness, O Lord, to comfort and succor all those who in this transitory life are in trouble, sorrow, need, sickness, or any other adversity especially those we now remember in our hearts and in our minds. And we also bless thy holy name for all thy servants departed this life and thy faith and fear, remembering especially Eric Nicholas Bright and Mary Ashley Culbertson, beseeching thee to grant them continual growth in thy love and service, and to grant us grace, so to follow the good examples, that with them we may be partakers of a heavenly kingdom. Grant these our prayers, O Father, for Jesus Christ's sake, our only mediator and advocate. You who do truly and earnestly repent you of your sins and are in love and charity with your neighbors and intend to lead a new life, following the commandments of God and walking from henceforth in his holy ways. Draw near with faith and take this holy sacrament to your comfort and make your humble confession to Almighty God, devoutly kneeling. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, maker of all things, judge of all men, we acknowledge and bewail our manifold sins and wickedness which we from time to time most easily have committed by thought word and deed against thy divine majesty, provoking most justly thy wrath and indignation against us. For you are to repent and a heart of sorry for these our mistakes. Remembrance of them is grievous unto us. The burden of them is intolerable. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, most merciful Father. For thy Son, Christ's sake, forgive us all that is past, and grant that may ever hereafter serve and please thee in newness of life, to the honor and glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of his great mercy hath promised forgiveness of sins. 
to all those who with hearty repentance and true faith turn unto him. Have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you to everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear what comfortable words our Savior Christ saith unto all who truly turn to him. Come unto me, all ye that travail and are heavy laden, and I will refresh you. So God loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, to the end that all that believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And hear also what St. Paul saith. This is a true saying and worthy of all men to be received, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And hear also what St. John saith. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is the propitiation for our sins. Please be seated. Good morning, all souls. Grace and peace to you. Glad to have you with us, whether it's for the first time or the first time in a while, or if you're here every week. Always glad to see you here. If you are a guest with us, we'd love for you to fill out a visitor card in the pew back in front of you so we can get to know you a little bit better and connect with you. Or if you're a long-term parishioner and have a prayer request, there's an opportunity to fill that out on that card as well and put it in the offering plate later. A couple of announcements to make. Uh, first, at, towards the end of our service, after the post-communion prayer and before the blessing, I will ask all of our students to come up here up front to the crossing. So that's whether they're starting pre-K or whether it's your uh, fifth or fifteenth year of grad school. Wherever you are in that journey, you're invited to come forward for a blessing of our students uh, as we begin to start another school year, some this week, some next. Uh, so that'll happen uh, towards the end of the service today. Next week on the 15th, uh, call your attention to two things. One, the rector will be hosting a town hall meeting of sorts uh, during the rector's forum at 9.15 in the parish hall. It's kind of just a where we are as a parish, where we're headed uh, kind of opportunity. Uh, and so that'll be at, uh, again at 9.15 next week. And then after the 10 o'clock service next week is our fall kickoff, uh, kind of our welcome home celebration, uh, food, games, uh, opportunity to, to learn additional things about uh, our offerings for the fall. And so that'll be over at the Christian Family Life Center following this service. There's no need to reserve your place. Just come, attend, and enjoy uh, having community and fellowship with one another uh, as we launch a new uh, program year. Uh, part of the announcements of, of that day re regard our slight change of schedule on August 22nd. Uh, that's primarily a change to our Christian formation hour. Classes will, beginning that day, all start not at 9.15, but at 9, and that will be for all ages, so all children and uh, youth and adult Christian formation programming will begin at that time. Uh, the youth, uh, the way, the primary offering for the youth will continue to be after the 10 o'clock service, and we will uh, resume having children's chapel, and that will all happen during the 10 o'clock worship hour. Uh, we're still in need of volunteers for each of those areas, particularly for our children, uh, so reach out to me or Alicia Fay if you're interested in possibly serving uh, and loving on our children. And then finally, uh, the last announcement for this morning is that on uh, the last Sunday of the month, the 29th, will be our next blood drive uh, with OBI, and it'll be over at the Christian Family Life Center from 7 a.m. until noon. Uh, they always appreciate uh, everything that we can do for them, and uh, blood supply, as it has been for quite a long while now, remains critically low. So all who can uh, give are encouraged uh, to do so. Uh, and that's a good opportunity for you to, a convenient way for you to go and do it here at the end of the month. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God.
O God, our times are in your hand. Look with favor, we pray, on these thy servants as they begin another year of married life together. Grant that they may grow in wisdom and in grace and strengthen their trust in thy goodness all the days of their life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Watch over these thy children, O Lord, as their days increase. Bless and guide them wherever they may be, keeping them unspotted from the world. Strengthen them when they stand, comfort them when discouraged or sorrowful. Raise them up if they fall, and in their hearts may thy peace, which passes understanding, abide all the days of their life, through Jesus Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto our Lord God. It is very meet, right, and our bounden duty that we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto thee, O Lord, Holy Father, almighty, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who on the first day of the week overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection open to us the way of everlasting life. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, All glory be to thee, almighty God, our heavenly Father, for that thou of thy tender mercy didst give thy only Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption, who made thereby his one oblation of himself once offered, a full, perfect, and sufficient sacrifice, oblation, and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world, and did institute, and in his holy gospel command us to continue, a perpetual memory of that his precious death and sacrifice until his coming again. For in the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he brake it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it in remembrance of me.
Wherefore, O Lord and Heavenly Father, according to the institution of thy dearly beloved Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, we, thy humble servants, do celebrate and make here before thy divine majesty with these thy holy gifts which we now offer unto thee, the memorial thy Son hath commanded us to make, having in remembrance his blessed passion and precious death, his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension, rendering unto thee most hearty thanks for the innumerable benefits procured unto us by the same. We most humbly beseech thee, O merciful Father, to hear us, and of thy almighty goodness vouchsafe to bless and sanctify with thy word and Holy Spirit these thy gifts and creatures of bread and wine, that we receiving them, according to thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, holy institution, in remembrance of his death and passion, may be partakers of his most blessed body and blood. And we earnestly desire thy fatherly goodness, mercifully to accept this, our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, most humbly beseeching thee to grant that by the merits and death of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and through faith in his blood, we and all thy whole church may obtain remission of our sins and all other benefits of his passion. And here we offer and present unto thee, O Lord, ourselves, our souls and bodies, to be a reasonable, holy, and living sacrifice unto thee, humbly beseeching thee that we and all others who shall be partakers of this holy communion may worthily receive the most precious body and blood of thy Son, Jesus Christ, be filled with thy grace and heavenly benediction, and made one body with him, that he may dwell in us and we in him. And although we are unworthy through our manifold sins to offer unto thee any sacrifice, yet we beseech thee to accept this our bounden duty and service, not weighing our merits, but pardoning our offenses through Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom and with whom in the unity of the Holy Ghost, all honor and glory be unto thee, O Father Almighty, world without end. Now as our Savior Christ hath taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father. The peace of the Lord be always with you. We do not presume to come to this thy table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in thy manifold and great mercies, 
We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under thy table, but thou art the same Lord whose property is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of thy dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that we may evermore dwell in him and he in us. Amen. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him that taketh away the sins of the world. God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, bless the living of Jesus. The body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is given for thee to serve thy body.
Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we most heartily thank Thee for that Thou dost feed us in these holy mysteries with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of Thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and dost assure us thereby of Thy favor and goodness towards us, and that we are very members in corporate, in the mystical body of Thy Son, the blessed company of all faithful people, and are also heirs through hope of Thy everlasting kingdom. And we humbly beseech Thee, O Heavenly Father, so to assist us with Thy grace, that we may continue in that holy fellowship, and do all such good works as Thou hast prepared for us to walk in. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with Thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. This time I invite all of our students to come forward to the crossing for a blessing. Well, our adult students are coming. Where's our, <laughs> where's our students? Come on. Acolytes, y'all can come too. There we go. Got some backpacks coming too. That's good. We did call it a backpack blessing after all. That's good. Almost there, almost there. Wonderful. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, bless these, thy students and thy children, as they embark upon another year of school. May you help them to learn all the things needful and helpful for them. May you continue to grow them, not just in, in knowledge, but in wisdom and in truth. And bless all those tools and instruments, such as backpacks, that will be helpful to them through this next year. May they be helpful tools. And bless all of our teachers and educators as well. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Please return to your seats. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost be amongst you and remain with you always.
Let us go forth in the name of Christ. Thanks be to God.